Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I would like to welcome you once again to the show and remind you that hope means being healthy, being overcomers, purpose, and having an eternal perspective. Let's open up with a word of prayer and then we'll begin today's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this broadcast. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you alone are our hope. Father, we just bless you and we magnify you. We ask, Lord God, that you would touch those that um, you have to hear this word. And God, that you would draw them by your spirit, that they will hear you. That each and every one of us will obey you, God. Because you know what's best for us, God. I thank you and I praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's topic, we're going to talk about love and obedience that God rewards us when we love him and we obey him. On the last show, we discussed presenting our bodies a living sacrifice from Romans 12. Well, this past week, I found myself where God had led me back in the Old Testament to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 11. And this week, I've kind of really been reading chapters 8 through around about chapters 12 of Deuteronomy. And what I found was very important that God's instructions don't change. History may change, people may change, but God doesn't change. So I'm going to read chapter 11 and then we're going to take a closer look at some of the things that God instructed. And it goes right back to us presenting our bodies living sacrifices holy and acceptable unto him just like Romans 12 chapter 11 says therefore you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge his statutes his judgments and his commandments always know today that I do not speak with your children who have not known and who have not seen the chastening of the Lord your God his greatness and his mighty hand and his outstretched arm his signs and his acts which he did in the midst of Egypt to Pharaoh king of Egypt and to all his land what he did to the army of Egypt to their horses and their chariots how he made of waters made the waters of the Red Sea overflow them as they pursued you and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day. What he did for you in the wilderness until you came to the, this place. And what he did to Dathan and Aram. The, son, the sons of Elab. The son of Reuben. How the earth opened his mouth and swallowed them up. Their households, their tents, and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of, the, of all of Israel. But your eyes have seen every great act of the Lord, which he did 
Therefore you shall keep every commandment which I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess. And that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swore to give your fathers to them and their descendants. A land flowing with milk and honey. For the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come. Where you sowed your seed and watered it by, the, by foot as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of heaven a land for which the lord your god cares the eyes of the lord your god are always on on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year and it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments which i command you today to love the lord your god and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul then I will give you the rain for your land in its season the early rain and the latter rain that you may gather in your grain your new wine and your oil and I will send the and I will send grass in your fields for your livestock that you may eat and be filled Now I'm going to stop there at verse 15 because some of the things that just stand out to me again offering our bodies a living sacrifice just as in um, Romans chapter number 12. As they were beginning to possess the land God was giving them some instructions yet again how to live that life set apart for God not set apart for yourselves that he was i believe at that time he was showing hey 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 there were a lot of people that had the opportunity to take and possess this land but i want to give it to you at what you have to do and obey so as you saw before you heard before in the other broadcast i highlighted a few verbs and in this one the verb that stood out first was love. And when I looked it up, it says to have affection for. And the first thing that Deuteronomy 11 says is love the Lord your God. Your God. And the word Lord means Yahweh, the existing one, Jehovah. So love him, have affection for him. And then the next verb that's being used is keep. Always keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, his commandments. Keep them. But you can't do that until you do the first, till you use the first verb, which is to love the Lord your God. Because when we love the Lord our God, we're willing to keep his commandments. We're willing to keep his charge. We're willing to do the things he's called us to do because we love him. And then it goes on to tell us a little bit about the Lord our God. 
knowing that he's the only true and living God. That's what Deuteronomy is pointing out here. He's the only true and living God. The writer of Deuteronomy says his greatness, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm, his signs, his acts. You've seen all of this. He was talking to the children of Israel. You've seen God do all of these things. Your God. Not anybody else. Not just any one. But your God. And then he gives them an example. Of what God did for them. All too often we may forget. About what God has done. And that's when we get into the place. Where we no longer love the Lord our God. We make make ourselves our God. So God is no longer in that place. He said, your eyes have seen. You, you witnessed the goodness of God. And then they used the word keep. Keep every commandment. Not some of them. Every one of them. Remember Romans 12 tells us how to be a living sacrifice. This is the same thing. How to keep. God's charge and I said why is it important why is it important to keep God's commandments all of them that you may be strong and go in and possess the land because our strength doesn't come from God and the land that we're going in to possess or they were going in to possess and then it was given it was owned by God given to them by God they were just going to have stewardship over the land but the land didn't belong to them so as you obey me I'll make you strong you'll be strong in me and I will give you the possession and then it says you may prolong your days in the land so as long as you do what I'm do and obey you'll prolong you'll be there I won't have to out you. It's kind of like as parents. It's kind of like as parents. We know that as long as our children are doing, a, you know, certain things they may ask to do, as long as I can trust you, as long as you're doing what I'm asking you to do, then you, okay, you can continue to do that, whatever that thing is. But as soon as I can't trust you as soon as you're not doing right and I have to move you and say okay no we're gonna, not going to be able to do that any longer very similar and then they be, the Deuteronomy 11 goes on to describe the land I say it flows with milk and honey hills and valleys which drink water from the rain of heaven the Lord your God cares for this land. The eyes of, of the Lord your God are always on it. From the beginning of the year to the end. So God is looking. He's there. He's going to take care of you. You're going to always have flows with milk and honey. Now we know there's not literal milk and honey. That's figuratively speaking. But when I think of milk and honey, I think of something just wonderful and fulfilling for me. Okay, so that's the 
the gist of flowing with milk and honey prosperity and then it says continuously it continues to use the word obey but not only does it say obey but then it turns around and put how do we obey in there the writer turns around and says not just obey because that could be okay I need you to go and um, take grab that pencil off the dresser and you bring it back no that you that's an you're being obedient you go and get it and you bring it back but they use the word earnestly earnestly obey that's an adverb the adverb earnestly tells us how we are supposed to obey just like the children of Israel as they were entering the promised land that God was giving them they had to earnestly earnestly means carefully pay attention give ear to to make sure that they don't disobey God the true and and living God what were they supposed to pay close attention to his commandments that they love him that they serve him with all of their heart and soul and that they would cleave to him that's another word that stood out to me as I was reading Deuteronomy 11 they said cleave to him now I could say hold on to him they could have said hold on to him but they said cleave when I think about cleave I think about a baby a little toddler holding on to the leg of their parent something may have scared them they may be afraid of something and um, or somebody's trying to get their attention and they don't know that person they don't recognize that person so they kind of get under their mom or dad's leg and wrap themselves around that's what I think about when I think of the word cleave I don't think that was coincidence that cleave was used in that particular scripture so cleave to him and then I went and I looked up cleave pursue closely overtake see this scripture is telling us that God wants us to overtake it like just never let him go but what ends up happening is sin cleaves to us and it overtakes us so then we can't cleave to God because sin has us in bondage and that's why God has given us those instructions to obey him cleave to him earnestly earnestly obey because he doesn't want us to be in bondage to the sin that can so easily overtake us without him and then I I began to write down as I was reading a little bit more I read a little bit more Deuteronomy starting at verse 17 verse 16 take heed to yourself leave your heart be deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them least the Lord's anger be aroused against you and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes you shall teach them to your children speaking of them when you sit in your house when you walk 
by the way when you lie down and when you rise up and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them like the days of the heavens above the earth for if you carefully keep all these commandments which I command you to do to do do love the Lord to walk in all his ways and to hold fast to him so then it goes on after that to explain the benefits the results of obeying I will give you the rain it was it said it before but then it tells you a little bit more I'll give you the rain for your land in this season early rain latter rain you'll be able to gather grain and new wine these are all like just things that are just like the finest of it all and I will send grass in your fields for your livestock it means everything that you have every possession of yours I will bless I won't allow your livestock to die imagine if, if there's still livestock there's still crops that's where we get our vegetables from imagine that God allowed the, the, the sky to not rain and he shut up the sky for it not to rain imagine the crops that would die that would affect us as humanity so he's saying take heed in other words as I just come to a close with this short devotional about Deuteronomy chapter 11 when we love and obey God he rewards us that we but we have to take heed we have to pay close attention that our heart not be deceived or turned away from God or we're enticed by all this other stuff and, and, and thinking that we're the reason for our existence and it goes on to say serving other gods and a lot of times we don't see we don't say oh what we don't worship idols yes we do we worship our possessions people and things like that and so God is saying pay attention to love me to, to obey me when you love me you obey me because you want to please me and in that because you love me you'll be very very diligent and paying attention to not being deceived by the enemy of your soul These short words help us to understand that overall, when the Lord God brings us into something, our land, our possession, whatever he has for us, we can trust and believe that it will be greater than anything we could come up with. But it has an if-then clause attached to it. If we do this, then this will take place. And I know in our world we see a lot of people prospering outside of God, as we may see. 
But I, the word of God says, the wicked shall not be. The word of God, yes, it's temporal. They it, People may think they have gained their own wealth and they're the reason why they have what they have. But ultimately, the land of milk and honey, the peace that we need is only found in Jesus Christ. And Deuteronomy chapter 11 shows a picture of how God is the is the beginning and the end and he owns it all. He can give us anything, but he desires our heart. He wants us he wants us for himself because once he has our heart, he knows he knows that we'll obey. That's why the scripture starts off with love the Lord, your God. Love him. Love him. Have affection. Keep his way. And obey him. We have to do that in our world today. There's so many things fighting for our attention. There's so many spirits that are trying to deceive us. But as we cry out to God and desire to love him with everything that's in us and say, God, you show me all truth through your word. That's why it's important that we know what his word says. Because he never told them to just, hey, go, 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 go. That land is for you. Just go and take it. He gave them instructions beforehand to let us know that the earth is his and the fullness thereof. And we who dwell in it. Amen. Let us love the Lord and continue to offer our bodies a living sacrifice unto him and we will see the great rewards that he has for us but let us not focus on the rewards but know that with Jesus nothing else matters nothing else matters because he is our peace he's our joy he when we have Jesus we're wealthy and that's what God was showing us I thank you for listening. Let's close out in prayer. Father, I thank you and I praise you. Hallelujah, God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for Deuteronomy 11. I thank you for your words unto the children of Israel. Father, many may believe or think that it doesn't relate to us, but God, your word doesn't change. Lord, you are eternal. And you we know that you being eternal, you didn't just mean for your word to go for the people that lived back then. Father, I pray that we will return to your word and love and obey you, God. And we will possess our the promised lands that you have for us. But God, don't give us any promised land, God. We know that you won't give it to us. But I pray that we won't receive, we won't have a promised land without the promise of Jesus Christ. 
because you alone are the promise keeper you are what we need God help this world to know that you alone are what we need you father you Lord Jesus are what we need that peace that wealth that joy all of it is found in you I pray that you would draw each and every one of us draw those that are listening by your spirit draw those of us to you father for we know that without you nothing else matters without you Lord Jesus nothing else matters in Jesus holy name God I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name amen to those that are listening continue to say be blessed and put your hope in Christ